Welcome to another episode of F That, Breaking the Rules of Online Business, the podcast for people who are ready to question the status quo of online business and market their business however the F they want to. I'm your host, Deanna Seymour, and I create beautiful graphics and fun short form videos to help you market your business. Do you ever look around for something and you can't find what you're looking for? And I don't mean like your keys or anything. You know, I feel like that's what they talk about like in Shark Tank pitches, right? They're like, I went online and I was looking for this thing and I couldn't find it anywhere. And that's when we came up with it, sharks. Waffles and work. (laughs) Just kidding. But today I have the amazing Raina Willick on the show talking about her really fun co-working creation called Waffles and Work. Raina is a multi-credentialed personal and professional development coach who helps self-employed people make the most of their time by applying design thinking to their lives. She currently lives in France with her husband, 11-year-old daughter, and their slightly grumpy cat, Grits. She has seen every episode of The Office multiple times, loves building communities, reads all the books, hates horror movies, how rude, we've never talked about that before, and aspires to do yoga every day, but mostly doesn't. If you're co-working curious or have ever found yourself thinking, I wish I had some friends to work with on this, this is the episode for you. Raina's going to walk us through how she thought of the idea, all the details about how she ran it, and what she's planning on doing next. All right, let's dive on in. Hey, Raina. Hey. How's it going? Good. Excited to be here with you. Me too. Okay, let's just dive right in. I'm so excited to talk about waffles. (laughs) And work. Waffles. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Okay. So, Raina is amazing. She, I've, I mean, how long have I known you? Like two years? A year? I, I mean, time is I, so weird. Yeah, something like that. What she, I, I, I heard Deanna on a podcast, on her podcast, and I was like, I like this lady. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, then, like and then we ended buds. up working together. Yeah. Working yeah. together. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. Um. Okay. So, Raina, why don't you just, I'm like ready to tell your whole story of where you live, who you are, and what you did. So I'm just going to let you do it because you're the guest. So tell everybody about your amazing life adventure and how (laughs) it spurred the amazing Waffles and Work co-working that you created. Okay. All right. So uh, I live in the French countryside, a little ways outside of Bordeaux, France, with my family, my husband, and my 11-year-old daughter and our old cat grits who was born in a junkyard in Houston and now lives in France. So, you know, a cat can dream. Um, (laughs) He's eating French grass out in the yard today. Okay. So you went on this big adventure. You moved to France. Yes. And then you found yourself, I'm sort of like, we're boxer buds. So I'm just going to like tell your, tell your sitch. But then you were feeling like you're in France and you were missing like community a little bit, right? So we are American. We uh, lived in Colorado before this, and uh, we wanted to live abroad while our daughter was still young enough that she wanted to hang out with us, and it was easier for her to learn the language. And so we just thought, like, it's now or never. Let's go. And, you know, we planned to stay for a couple of years and just learn the language, enjoy the culture. But, <laughs> you know, the time I was working across time zones and you know, we're learning French now. We've been here six months, but it was really hard when we first got here. And frankly, I was just feeling kind of lonely and isolated. I went to a co-working space that's about 45 minutes away, much closer to Bordeaux. But it was just strange being in a room with all these people who also did not speak English. (laughs) 
<laughs> so finally, at some point I was like, dang it, I'm just going to create this thing for myself. I'm going to create my own virtual co-working space here in the French countryside with, you know, people that I will be excited to see every Monday. So yeah, so I just decided, okay, going to gather people. We're going to get on a Zoom call and, you know, do some work sessions, um, have some interaction. Basically, I just decided to create the thing that I needed, which was community and accountability and some structure in my life. <laughs> yes. Okay. And I love the idea of, like we were saying before that before we pushed record, I feel like sometimes anybody who has a podcast knows that if you talk too much before, you're like, oh, wait, this is the good stuff. We got to hit record. <laughs> but you were saying, <laughs> wait, don't say, pause. Yeah. Well, you were saying how when you don't see what you need around like maybe you can just be the person to do it. And I love that. Yeah, that was, um, I totally got that from my granny who was like the super duper community volunteer, like literally the the little Greenville paper and the little like East Northeast Texas town I'm from actually did a whole article on her as like a super volunteer. But she used to say that all the time, you know, if there's something that you want in your community and you look around and don't see it, then it's, you're the one that needs to bring it there, which Honestly, you can't do that with everything or you'd be exhausted. <laughs> but I have kind of yeah. taken that to heart. Like if there's something I really want to have in my community, like maybe this means I'm the person to create it. So yeah, um, that's yeah. what I did when I made my punk rock aerobics because I was doing jazz or ah, and I was yes. like, I wish this was like a little more punk. And then I did punk rock aerobics. Now I wish desperately that someone else in my town would do it because it is exhausting. Like sometimes like you're saying you can't be the person who does it. Like, I really want right. to go to punk rock aerobics, but I don't want to have the commitment level of, like, being the instructor. Yes. So I yeah. think you're I think you're right on, though. But that was definitely, like, I don't see this anywhere and I really want to do it. And so I always think about that and how I wish someone else would do it. So if you're listening and you're in Richmond, please start it. <laughs> <laughs> please do it. Yeah. So you were feeling like, okay, I want to make my own space for this. And then... You did. But I want to talk about yeah. the details of it. So, like, it was long. Sure. What were the hours? I, I went to it, by the way, everybody who's listening. I went to it, but I'm still, like, it was, like, a full – I mean, it was, like, a full day, kind of. It was. Bit. So, my goal with it was I had been to co-working sessions that other people had hosted before that were, like, an hour. And it mm -hmm. always felt too short to me, right? Like, it's – okay, yeah. that's fine. But if I'm really trying to finish something or really make progress on something, I mean, you know this. Like, it's going to take – two, three hours, like a good block of time to really finish anything or even like make a good chunk of progress. So I knew I wanted it to be like a legit, because to me, like an hour just feels like another meeting on your schedule, right? Like, and you're yeah. going to have to like mentally flip back and forth from whatever else you're doing. And like, yeah, I wanted it to be like a real like block of protected time that you're going to work on. Something can we talk about while, long enough. while you're talking about the time, can we talk yeah. about the Pomodoro method, which I know everybody like lots of people like not everybody, but that's like the 25 minute. I am always yes. like, uh, excuse me, I just got to work. Please don't interrupt me. <laughs> like, twenty-five. <laughs> like, I'm like 25 minutes. I just opened like I just found my Google Doc and my messy Google Doc. Like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah. So oh my God, that's that so was one reason I was into it because I was like, okay, this is a large chunk of time. And we did, we did take breaks. Like, what'd you do every 50 minutes at the hour mark? Yeah. So like we kind of chatted. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. We would and do. That was good like, too. Cause I yeah. mean, like I need to remind myself to pee, you know what I mean? But like a whole, almost a whole hour. <laughs> yeah. 
and then like come out of my haze like i'm i'm like hyper focused and then it was like Raina's calling us back to like say hi stretch our bodies like you did some meditation you did some stretching it was awesome yeah sorry thank you yeah no no that's exactly <laughs> what i was going for and i did get feedback after the first one um, that a couple people were like, I was just so in flow that I wasn't ready to stop when we had breaks, but I didn't want to be rude. <laughs> so I made sure like I'm doing it right now for February that I told everyone, like, if you're really in a place where you just want to finish something, like you're not being rude if you don't take a break. But then I also had other people be like, oh, thank God. It was like, I was able to keep going because I knew I was like, I'm going to really focus for these 50 minutes. And then we're going to have like a 10 minute bullshit break. And I okay. loved how those turned into like, you know, you would just, people would ask each other questions about stuff or get ideas or we, na didn't we, we named someone's podcast in one of those 10 minute Yeah, books. we did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that what? was, I, that was really specifically designed. And also in the beginning, we would always talk about what we were going to accomplish, like what we wanted to get done, because I also wanted people to come into it with like a semi-intentional plan, right? Like I thought that that would be really helpful coming, sitting down at your desk on Monday morning, knowing I have this block of time and this is what I'm going to work on and sharing it with other people to start with is like, there's something about, um, I don't know. I read somewhere. I swear. I feel like I'm making this up now because I cannot remember what the citation is, but I read something about how, you know, people who write down their goals are like, I don't know. Let's just say like 8 million times more likely to achieve them because I can't remember what the real percentage is, but I yeah. totally heard that. Yeah. yeah. But then people who tell someone else, like share that goal with someone else, again, it goes up by like 2 million percent or something. Um, <laughs> so, and I know for me, it's really when I'm doing something particularly that might not be my favorite thing to do, or I know it's like going to be a little bit of a long haul or, you know, whatever it is. If I've told someone, this is what I'm going to work on. I'm just less likely to take my phone out and start like, scrolling something. Um, because I'm yeah. like, I'm going to have to come because at the end we would come back and, um, well, I, I'm talking to you like you weren't there, you were, but you know, we, at the end we would come back and share what you got done. And I felt like that was like this moment of both like pride, accountability, everyone else could sort of like cheer you on. I mean, I, that was like one of my favorite parts of the day is coming back. And I think knowing that was coming helped keep everyone focused too. Yeah. Well, and the other thing I was going to say, too, is like not just for each session, but I feel like when you presented it in your emails, like when I was signing up, you were kind of framing it like, what do you want to get done over the course of these next few weeks? And so for me, my goal was to actually do my audio course, steal this course, which I had had on my list for a long time. And it's like one of those things that just keeps getting pushed down. You know, you have client work, you have like regular content and you're like, oh, this would be cool to do, but I'm not like, I just wasn't being intentional about setting, setting aside the time to do it. So when you sent the email about waffles and work, I was like, okay, I'm going to dedicate each of these Mondays to like really digging into this. And it exists now, like literally because of waffles and work. Steal this course exists. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah. it's not quite done. Everybody calm down. It's, it's pre, <laughs> pre-sale. Oh, by the time but this podcast comes out, it will be. <laughs> It will be because it's going to be out. Yeah. Like it's almost all scripted. I have to record it. But like that was the catalyst I needed to get it done. So I feel like the fact that you weren't just like come work on whatever. 
I mean, and you were allowed. Like, Reina's not, like, strict. <laughs> like, it wasn't, I didn't have to <laughs> pick like one Not, like, looking project. over your shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. But the idea, when you presented it like that, yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Love it. That, yeah, that was totally, like, that was part of my, the um, thing that sparked it also was that, yeah, I was thinking, like, if you have a really dedicated amount of time that you know is ending, you're so much, it's, you're so much more likely to stay focused on something, right? That was why I didn't just say, like, oh, I'm just doing this thing on Mondays and everybody show up whenever you want, blah, blah, blah. I was like, no, I want a commitment. Yeah. Because you're right. I did. I asked people, I was like, don't tell me that you're going to come unless you can be here for three or four, because I want well, this I to be everybody... like, yeah. Yeah. Was yeah, everybody one... there for all of them? I yeah. Think. One person missed because they were like super sick with COVID. So that was, yeah, pretty, yeah that allowed. was legit. But yeah, everybody else was, but it was because I was like, think of a project, the thing that's been on the shelf, the thing that's been in the back of your mind forever that you just keep pushing off, even though you really want to get it done. And, you know, do that. And you've got these four, this block of time for four focused weeks to just do it. Um, and then move on with your life. <laughs> like, Yeah. Was it, I think I, I think I probably interrupted you when I was talking about the time, but was it nine to yeah. one? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You actually asked me to talk about that. So it was like, it was the actual logistics of the structure. If someone else wanted to mm -hmm. do this would be, um, I did it from nine to one Eastern time, um, which of course you're never going to get the perfect time across time zones. I mean, we had two people from the Pacific coast who got up at 6am and I talked to one of them who was in our group, um, yesterday. And she was like, I felt like I had won the week by 11am on Monday morning. Cause I had done so many things already. Um, yeah. so yeah, so it was, it was like nine to one and we started out with kind of like, we would always say what we were going to do. And I would usually try and do like a little tool that might be helpful for people like, you know, later on, or just to set the stage, like you said, a stretch or a little meditation or breathing exercise. And then we would just work in 50 minute increments with 10 minute breaks. And then at the end I left, like in that last hour, we would go around and say what we'd done. And I also had offered it as like, I would open a um, a breakout Zoom room for anyone if they wanted to mastermind or do a collaboration or, you know, just anything like that. So I kind of kept yeah. that as an open thing. Um, but we usually did that during the break. So no one really ever like officially took advantage of that time towards the end. But yeah. Well, okay. And then also, what was the number of people you um, allowed? I appreciated that it was a small group because sometimes these things get big. So what, how many people yeah. did you do? Yeah. So I started out. <laughs> When I first started this, I was like, oh, like I'll invite like 25 people because um, mm -hmm. I was just thinking about like regular co-working space. And I thought, I don't know, like that number popped to my head. And then I was like, no, I think it needs to be smaller because I started thinking about if everyone takes two minutes to introduce themselves and say what they're working on, yeah. blah, blah, blah. You know, so then I was like, oh, I think maybe 18. And then I was like, no, that still feels like too many. So mm -hmm. then I shrunk it to 10 and we ended up with seven, which is like a mastermind size group. And that okay. ended up, I still think I would take 10 if 10, like up to yeah. 10 people, I think that would have been fine, but it was really great. So I would recommend that honestly, I think 10, like seven to 10 feels like it could be the perfect number because you have enough people there for like, when someone does have a question, there's like enough brains probably doing enough different things to give you ideas or just you know, it's kind of, it's fun. Then you meet different people. Um, but it's not so many that like, you know, by the time everyone goes around saying what they're going to work on, you're like, Oh God, okay. I'm going to go take a nap now. <laughs> right? Yeah. 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 And also some people don't stick to their two minutes. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you're like, yeah. oh my gosh, I just want to get stuff done. Yeah. 
Right. Agreed. Yeah. So Ten- it, yeah. Yeah. Um, I just liked it because it felt small enough. I also liked that you shared like a Google Doc or something with like everybody's Instagram handle. Like I feel like I knew a couple people going in, but I met new people and I follow them on Instagram. So like you feel connected, even though we didn't spend a ton of time, like it was just breaks chatting or whatever. But like you said, we like I helped someone name a podcast. I mean, I just weighed in. It's not like I did it, but it'll right, be like yeah. fun to see her make the podcast, you know, and I'm assuming maybe people are like, oh, she's doing the course that she was talking about. Like, I don't know. I think it's yeah, kind of fun. Oh, yeah. It is. And I mean, I totally like, uh, well, I don't know if you knew I did this, but when I got your email announcing steal the course, I forwarded it to everyone in the group because I was like, since we've all seen this born, I thought it would be fun of you for you guys to see. Um, So I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Um, So yeah, there is a connection there. And I do think that's a a good idea. I asked for permission. So when um, I had people sign up, I asked them for permission to share like which was their most active social that people could follow them on and their LinkedIn and like permission to share, um, you know, their email and website and stuff with other people. Because I actually went to a networking event where someone else did that. She sent all of that afterwards. And it was such a relief because I felt like um, I didn't have to like try and figure all that out like in real time while you're also getting to know people you could just be like oh no she's gonna send it afterwards and I can just you know connect with people or follow them or whatever from there yeah and Instagram is so much more fun I feel like when you follow someone that you've had a conversation with in real life oh and I'm like oh my god that's my friend like an actual Instagram friend and not just like a follow you know Yes. Yes. And that was like part of what I wanted to is like I've been to, you know, so I was saying like co-working events that I've been to have been like an hour and I'm like, it just doesn't feel like enough. And also networking events that I've been to that are an hour, even ones that are like really intentional or really well arranged, like they're usually an hour and it just goes by so fast. I feel like I don't really get a sense of what anyone else really does or like who they really are or who I would. I mean, occasionally I've connected with people afterwards, but I don't, I want them to to lead to like longer term relationships, but it's just hard. Everybody's busy. I met you for five minutes. Like now we're going to have a coffee chat and then we're going to like maybe remember to connect somewhere on social and like never talk to each other again. I feel like that's what happens, right? Yeah. I mean, sometimes not. Yeah. Yeah. But I, you know, I feel like this group, like, you know, being together for a month and like seeing each other's projects develop and even those little chats in between. I really do have a better sense for like even the people that were new to me. I have a much better sense of like who they are and what they do and what I might like call them to collaborate with or what client I might send them. Like it's it's different even though I didn't spend a ton of time. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah. And we got stuff done. Like it was nice. Yeah. Sometimes like you're saying too, even the like people introducing themselves, like sometimes networking events, especially I find on Zoom or whatever, like it can be a lot of like listening and maybe it's my mm-hmm. ADHD, but I'm just like not the best. Like I do start to be like, uh, and I start to get nervous and I'm like, gosh, I feel like I should be doing something. And I know that networking is doing something, but I thought the way you set this up was a perfect combo of meeting new people, but also getting stuff done. Thank you. I was, I was, <laughs> it's funny you say that, like, it's good to, it's nice to hear someone talk about it. I felt really proud of it when we were done. I was like, this, this thing was cool. <laughs> Yeah, I appreciate that. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. okay, here's my other question. This was a free event. This was free for people mm-hmm. to join. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. 
so do you think it will become a paid offer or like is there a reason you weren't charging for it or like what's going on there yeah yeah um so you have a money mindset issue about... right now <laughs> just kidding <laughs> well i was just gonna say it's funny you guys we did not talk about this uh ahead of time um but it has been on my mind i have been thinking about this because I mean, I made it because it was something that I really wanted to exist. And I feel like it's been really helpful to other people and I've enjoyed doing it. And I'm doing it again in March. Um, I did it. I'm doing it right now in February. It's, so it was like the first quarter thing, right? I was like, I don't know if you've heard of designing your life. The Well, probably because you know me and I talk about it all the time. But mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. So I do a lot of designing your life work with clients when you're figuring out like things that you might want to try. And one of the things that they suggest is something called prototyping, which is like basically What's the lowest risk way you can try something out to figure out, like, does it work? Do I like it? Would I want to do this? So, you know, it would be like before you decide you're inspired and opening, you know, an Italian cafe in Delhi, maybe like go try and find an Italian cafe in Delhi owner and talk to them and then maybe see if you can like, you know, work in one for a second. Like, right, there's ways mm -hmm. that you can test and experience things. So um, anyway, I was like, oh, how can I just prototype this, right? Like, and I thought, okay, well, I'll set it up how I want it. I'll invite some people that I know that are cool. <laughs> I won't, mm -hmm. but like, I'm not going to put it, I'm going to make all the process as easy as I can. And I'm just going to do it and see what happens. Um, and so I didn't really want to think about, I like, I just wanted it to exist. And I didn't want to think about like, oh, is this a paid, pro you know how, like, as soon as you start talking about like, what is, what should I charge for this? Like, like everyone, everyone knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> Right. Like mm -hmm. it just opens this whole other thing. Right. Because then you feel like you've got to market it. And I don't know. It was just I didn't want I didn't want to deal with all that at this moment. What I've realized now that we're halfway through February, we're going into March, is that it does take time and energy. And it, it does feel like something if I continue to do it, there needs to be some sort of return because it's a pretty big chunk of my time. And even though I'm getting work done too, I'm still thinking about like planning, oh, what's the exercise going to be? And like, I'm, I am working on my own stuff, but I'm also kind of like, you know, I'm monitoring the time and I'm, I'm sending reminder emails. It's still another thing. Um, so I, I'm not, it is going to turn into something that is not free. I don't know what that might be. Right. <laughs> well, okay. So I wanted to point out, cause I made a joke about money mindset, but your yeah. goal when you made this up. I think this is important for people to hear. Your goal when you made this up was to create something that you wanted and get community. Yeah. And like your goal wasn't like, how can I increase my revenue this quarter? You know, oh. like it wasn't. So <laughs> no. I think it's it's important to know that it's okay if you do things in your business and the goal right away isn't to make money. But I think it's really smart that you're saying, okay, I've done these three. It's working. Like you're also figuring out your processes. Like even. Um, yeah. 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 You said that people thought it was rude to not come back. And then you were like, oh, oh the yeah. second time I did it, I said, don't worry, it's not rude if you don't come back. Yeah. Little things like that that you're tweaking and learning. And then when yeah. you go to offer it for a paid thing, you're like, sweet, I got this. I got the yeah. emails down. I got this. I got that. And so I think that's important because I think there are people that would say, you should be charging for this. You should. You, oh, this is great. Been. You should be charging for this. Yeah. Yeah, and you're in like, the best, okay, like they cool. they they mean it in the best way, but yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Even though I made their voice sound really mean and snarky, but <laughs> it's just like yeah, there's this idea that it's like I'm spending my time on it, so I should be charging for it. I'm undervaluing myself. I have a mindset issue, um, and 
you know, I didn't realize that's where you were going with that when you asked me, but I'm so glad that you brought it up because I think you're right. Like sometimes we do get stuck in this like idea that you can't do something just because it sounds fun. <laughs> like this sounded mm-hmm. fun to me. And, and I realized um, in the process that it could be a viable thing. Like I enjoyed it and it was mm-hmm. helpful. And like, but what I also realized is, and this is the key when you do these projects is that, so people have already been asking me like, oh, well, when's the, you know, I don't have another one scheduled after March. Although spoiler alert, I'm, I'm feeling like in May, I'm going to skip a month. And then I think in May, I'm going to do like both the European and the American version. So we'll see if that's up on awesome. my website by the time this comes out. But, um, I think then you start to realize, I started to realize that if I kept doing it completely for free, at least at the level, you know, the the way I was doing it, I was like, I think I might start to resent this because then it starts to feel like work. So I think that was like the thing, right? As long as it felt like fun and something that was also for me and I wanted to do, then that's great, right? And I'm, I'm getting stuff done too. And it served the purpose I wanted. I, but I can see that it will start to feel like work at some point. And then I should probably be charging for it or I'm going to resent it and I should do something else. <laughs> like that's the line. Well, yeah. Well, like right now it's working the yeah. exchange for fun, like for you to get stuff yeah. done. Like it's providing what you wanted, but if you continue to do it, it's like, yeah. okay, we might have to add some payment to it. And I yeah, think that's okay. Just sometimes people immediately want to monetize things. And I think that there's yeah. other value to be had than just money oh yeah but also like money pays the bills so eventually you might need some money yeah just saying oh yeah totally well and I think that's the point of asking yourself what the purpose of different things are in your business and like honestly for this the purpose in my business was for me personally to have some community and get some rhythm back to my work after I went through this huge transition like that was what my business and I needed in that moment right and I thought the price is organizing it. (laughs) And now that I'm feeling like I'm getting to the other side of that period. So now if I continue to do it, so now what's the purpose for me and for my business, right? Like, I think that's Mm -hmm. the thing is like to not to just keep doing it because, oh, I did it. And now people are asking me for it. I've got to like step back and reevaluate. Okay. I did it. And it was what I wanted. And do I want to continue or do I want to do it differently? Or like, what purpose is it now? Yes. And you get to decide what that looks like for I you. Get to if I, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which exactly like what you said. Time. I felt a little, a little rebelly when people were like, "I can't believe you're not charging for this. You should be charging for this." And I was like, "I just want people to come and work with me. Leave me alone." <laughs> I felt yeah. like a rebel. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's also, I mean, like I said, I always joke about money mindset. But those people can also like get in your head where like you were saying for a second, like, do I not value myself? Am I not? Yeah, da, da, da. And yeah. it's like, maybe, I mean, you can ask yourself that question and the answer might be, yeah. oh, I actually do want money for this and I'm too scared to charge it. And then you can like dive into that if you need to. But right. it sounds right. like you were pretty confident in the fact that you were like, no, I just want people to come work with me. And now that you've done it, you're moving towards like, okay, this is cool. And also... I want some money for it. Yeah. <laughs> and that is like a totally fine progression. <laughs> you know what I mean? Normalize yeah, no. slowing down in the decision yeah. process. It's okay. Yeah. 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 No, totally. I'm glad you pointed that out of just making it normal of thinking about what it's going to serve and doing it the way you want to. That's what you're all yeah. about. And money's, yeah, money's not the only thing that can serve you. You know, there's yeah. other needs that can be met besides just money. Um, totally. Okay. This was totally awesome. I also 
don't want to skip out on the fact that you sent us waffles in the mail. Can we talk about that? <laughs> I did send waffles. Maybe not mail. everybody's getting waffles, so should we not talk about it? I don't know. Spoiler <laughs> alert. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, let's just be honest here. It was kind of like I didn't charge anyone and I sent people things. <laughs> yeah. So. I was kind of like, Raina, what? Raina's independently wealthy over here sending me these bougie waffles. <laughs> and I didn't even pay her for this co-working. What is going on? Living in France. Living the high life in France. <laughs> sending waffles. Yeah. <laughs> so, it, you know, it just felt like I wanted there to be this real life connection. And I don't know. I think I just wanted there to be like a real tangible thing that made people excited and connected them to the project. And I think it make people are more dedicated to showing up. You're like, oh my God, I got waffles in the mail. Now I've got to show up. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think you're right. I didn't even think about that, but I think you're right. I think that I was like indebted to you. Do <laughs> you sent me waffles? I was like, I gotta go. Raina sent me these delicious, by the way, waffles. Now Send I better waffles my ass be there. <laughs> there, I'm not affiliated. That's not like an affiliate. I just think they're awesome people. <laughs> and the they waffles were, even... were super good. Yeah, yeah. So I think they're like a family that work in New York. So if you want to send someone waffles, I think it is like sendmewaffles.com, which was brilliant yep. SEO on their part. And so I just, I don't know. I think I just wanted like, if someday this is a real thing, I want to start this with real waffles. <laughs> so I love that. And then you also <laughs> mailed me a sticker at the end. And I love a sticker. So I don't, did everybody get a sticker? Or is that just because I love a sticker? Everybody got a sticker? <laughs> Everybody got a sticker. Everybody got a sticker. No, ever. You are special, but everybody did get a sticker. There was like such a warm and fuzzy feeling at the end of it. Um, Like we've all been in this little thing together for a month and now we're moving on. And I just wanted to like, you know, wrap it up and like send something at the end to kind of say, you know, thanks for being here. So again, another little tangible thing. Yes, I know. And it was like, it's so fun to get something in the mail. I mean, when the waffles came, I was honestly like, did I order something I forgot about? Like, I was like, what is this? <laughs> what did I do? And then I opened it and I was like, duh. Oh my gosh, it's waffles for waffles and work. And it was so exciting. And my kids love waffles, but I was like, back up off these, y'all. These are mine. Get out of here. You can eat the like Kroger brand frozen waffles. These ones are mine. So, <clears throat> so funny. And also, I think I loved the title Waffles and Work, but I hadn't really figured out how I was going to bring waffles into it. So there was also like this last minute, like, man, I should probably figure out how waffles even figure into this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just feel like it was early. It started early. So I was like down with it, just being called waffles and work because I love an alliteration and it was in the morning. I was into it. I'm telling you. I'm so, telling you. Yeah. Um, Is there any last minute advice you would give to anybody who wants to do something like this? I feel like we gave a lot of advice already, but just in case we missed something. Yeah. So I would say, I mean, if you do want to do something like this, like figure out what's going to make it fun for you. and go from there. I didn't, one of the things I didn't do was like force myself to make a giant social media posting about like, I don't know. It was just, I literally, I would just say, I'm going to email five people who I think are cool <laughs> every day, mm-hmm. you know, for a few weeks before it started and invite them. And then I made like a super easy, I literally threw up the simplest web page I could that had all the information on it. And a little like air table thing that people could apply at. Um, I just made it for me to like not have to deal with a lot of 
you know, a ton of admin or fielding a million questions from random people on social. I just, I kind of started with what would be, what would feel fun and easy to put this together for me. And I didn't like quote unquote, make myself, um, do a bunch of stuff that were going to suck the joy out of it. Cause that was what I was doing it for at the time. Um, you know, if it turns into something else, I'll probably, you know, start to get a little more structured with like marketing or stuff like that. But at this moment, like, again, back to like the whole idea of what it's for and why we're, I was doing it. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm going to structure this whole thing so that it doesn't suck the joy out. <laughs> so if you yeah. have something like this, think about yeah. how you want to administer it um, to, to keep it fun. Perfect. I love that. You know, I'm all about keeping things fun around here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So and waffles are obviously fun. Just saying. Raina, thank you so much for being here. This was amazing. I love you. Oh, thank you. I love you. I'm so glad I was here. <laughs> Y'all, seriously, Waffles and Work was really the reason that I was able to get my booty in gear and create Steal This Course. It's so easy to push things to the bottom of your to-do list. Life, client work, a crowded inbox. Lots of stuff gets in the way of you doing the things in your business that you want to do or sometimes have to do. Like for me, it's bookkeeping and taxes and stuff. Ugh. It was amazing that Raina provided a time and place for all of us to come together and get stuff done. What do you think? Are you going to try something like this? Do you wish you had more coworkers in your business? I mean, solopreneurship can get kind of lonely and it can sneak up on you. So hit me up over on Instagram and let me know what you think. I love a good convo in the DMs. It's totally my fave. Oh, And if you could spare like two minutes, can you rate and review this podcast wherever you're listening? It's a goal of mine to get some more ears on this stuff. And you could help me do that. Okay, cool. See you next time.